0: In my a surprise, it Hello and welcome to Paranormal Hotline. Come in, wipe your feet, rest your bones by the fire. Literally, discard your skin and flesh and let your bones rest. Let your skeleton be on the outside for once. Sorry, ignore that. On Paranormal Hotline, we collect the strange and spooky stories, the nasty and nightmarish news... And wrap it all up into a weekly podcast this episode is brought to you by drinking milk for strong bones bones that you should leave outside your body sorry again with the skeletons i don't know what's come over me today i do know that my bones are on the inside though for now semi-related in that they stereotypically want to drink milk is cats and this episode is about big cats in places where they shouldn't be i am joined for this rambling by my co-ghost kaylee kaylee how are your bones
1: They're good. They're together. Uh, Not not in bits.
0: Inside of me. That's good. Um, I I will stop now with the skeleton talk. Jesus, that
1: (laughs) was a chaotic intro. Oh my god, I couldn't tell what was a bit and what was you just fumbling over words.
0: (laughs) (laughs) has nothing to do with the topic.
1: That was like the verbal version of gymnastics.
0: (laughs) So, cats, we are members of the cat fan club. You have Puka. I have the thing that I call Balor. How, how is Puka? Maybe that's what I should be asking. You know, at the start, at the start of all this, it's our, our demographic for the episode.
1: Puka's fine. She's a big old cat uh, sitting in front of the fire.
0: So when I say cats in places where they shouldn't be, I don't mean cats stuck up a tree or a cat stuck behind the fridge. I specifically mean occurrences or sightings of big cats in and around the islands of Ireland, Britain. Every now and again, it happens. And someone says they've spotted a big cat or something in the realm of that description, and then someone else in the area has also seen it, and then it's in the news. Yeah. The thing is, on these islands, we don't have big cats at all.
1: We don't have really big anything. I think the most like predator thing I can think of in Ireland is probably like a fox, right?
0: I'm trying to think. Yeah. What? Well, what? Like, they do more damage. Might be a stoat, but uh, yeah, they're not bigger. They're not really big, they're Small. Still, probably the biggest.
1: Uh, well, we have, like, lots of big fish, I suppose. We have lots of really massive pike. Eels. And eels.
0: Eels as well, yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember, uh, I told you this story earlier when you told me you were doing this episode, but when I was younger, we were doing orienteering in a forest in school and, uh, there was a report that morning in the newspaper of a giant panther that had been seen in the woods, that same woods. (laughs) So we were walking through the woods doing the orienteering and, uh, I told my friend, I kept talking about this big cat that was going to come and eat us in the woods. And he got so scared, (laughs) he started crying. Uh, We couldn't find our way back because we were really bad at orienteering, obviously. Uh, He called his mom and started crying on the phone to her that he was going to get eaten by a big cat. Oh my God. That was just the kind of kid I
0: was. (laughs) Well, Kayleigh, you haven't really changed No, not at all. So with these things, you got to know your ABCs. What do I mean by ABCs? This is where I was initially led one way, then briefly very disappointed. And then I got interested for its own merit. The sightings of these big cats go under the term alien big cats, I found out.
1: Oh, I thought when you said alien big cats, I was expecting like three eyes, green fur. Yeah,
0: yeah. See, that was that was the, that was the hill of the roller coaster, you know? Yeah. And then um completely different picture painted in my head. And I won't rag on about it for too long because, you know, it was disappointing to find out that that wasn't the case because that was such a spectacular description in my own head. Wikipedia also tells me that anomalous is also used for the A word. So that's good too. Anomalous, big cats.
1: Oh, so you still got the ABC?
0: Mm, got the ABC. We love a good TLA. Actually, all the names that they give for this phenomenon, they're great. We have like phantom cats, mystery cats. Do they actually live up to this, you know, lofty name on the concept not really
1: I like phantom cats that's a good
0: one yeah it's kind of like how they disappear yeah or you know they can't be found when they are hunted for Uh, and the mystery cat I suppose does make sense also because these are really odd occurrences and they're quite a mystery I'm going to start close to home while it's still fresh in my head it's a little throwback to our Hellfire Club episode
1: ooh I do love me a good Hellfire Club
0: I think we did mention this in uh, that episode, but I'll just go over it because it's a big cat. Hellfire Club is sort of a secret society for wealthy men back in the day, in the 1700s. And they built a lodge that they used for a meeting place.
1: It's a, it's a ye olde uh, fraternity.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, on a hill in Dublin. Uh, it's known as the Hellfire Club up there. I won't get too much into those details because we did cover it before on the podcast. So they were rumoured to be conducting all sorts of debauchery up there. Having the cracks, So they were. Some rumours feature satanic rituals and the sacrifice of servants and also the sacrifice of cats, which is bad news. Don't do that to the cats. However, there's one story that comes from this and it ties in with big cats. Here's how it goes down. worker from a local farm heads up to the Hellfire Club one night. They're in a session. He's going to have a peek and see what's going on. He's found dead the next morning. So, the man of the farm and a local priest head up the next night. They suspect he's been murdered. They head in, they see the setup. There's a big feast all set out, and there's this huge black cat. And he's prowling around the room, and he's looking a bit demonic himself. His ears are pointy, looking like horns. And the priest has some holy water with him, and he attempts an exorcism on the cat. The cat then, in being exorcised with the holy water, disappears, or in some tellings, he's like torn apart by the exorcism. And the power of the Lord! Outside the lodge, after all that, the man of the farm is found face down. His head and his back are covered in large cat scratches. So that's a big cat, a mystery cat, hell cat.
1: I would say that falls into the category of phantom cat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, when I say mystery, I, probably not in the same definition as you know ABCs. <laughs> uh, we'll get to those ones. <laughs> while, while we're near the Hellfire Club, and we passed it when we were up there actually, is Kill a Key House. It's home to another demon.
1: I'm loving this. This is great. I-, I love this. Demonic cat episode.
0: So the place used to be known as the Stuart's House. It was built in 1765 by the Connolly family, the same family that built the Hellfire Club.
1: Ooh, William Connolly, wasn't it?
0: Yep. So it used to be part of a larger estate, which was called Killikey House, and it was ancestry belonging to Lord Massey. And then, so one of the Masseys, Hugh Massey, it goes... He squandered all the family money. The whole place got repossessed by the bank and demolished. At this point, the steward's house, which was on the estate, became known as Killikey House in its place. The place was reportedly haunted with accounts from the 60s and 70s. That's probably worth an episode on its own.
1: Yeah, sounds pretty cool.
0: Not just an episode devoted to weird cats, because there's a lot about those hauntings and kind of the stuff going on, but I only focus on the cats. Yeah, bit. yeah. In 1968, the house was being done up as a tea rooms and an art centre. After it was bought by Margaret O'Brien and her husband, it had been derelict before then. So the workmen who were carrying out the renovations, they had reported numerous sightings of a large black cat about the size of a dog with gleaming red eyes. Mrs O'Brien thought they were spoofing her until she saw it for herself, and her account has it like appearing and disappearing in like a locked part of the house, like the doors were all locked around it. So it didn't get in, and it didn't get out through the doors. Oh. And it was about the size of an Alsatian.
1: It's kind of like a, a Jeff the Mongoose, but cat. <laughs> Just disappearing in the walls. A,
0: and, and, yeah, invisible. Yeah, but massive.
1: Like an Alsatian. jeez, yeah. it's like, whoa! <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a big dog.
1: <laughs> that is a big dog.
0: So that's a huge jeez, cat.
1: Jeez, I don't think I would be calmly reacting to that.
0: So Tom Macassi was an artist... He and two other painters were decorating the Stewart's house when they saw the cat. They saw some other spooky things too, but as I said, we're focusing on the cat. He said he saw a monstrous black cat with red flecked, amber eyes crouched there in the half-light.
1: Yeah, nah. Nah, no, no. That's Yeah, my cat's like small. My cat is small for a cat. And she rips me to bits. She's so small, but she's so vicious. But like... Imagine a big cat! <laughs> I'm looking at my hands now, picture them, massive scratch wounds.
0: Just the hands I'm gonna gone. need some
1: more, like, uh, meow mix.
0: <laughs> he then painted the cat. What? And the painting is still oh, in the Oh, okay, of the day. I thought you meant, like, he <laughs> painted it like. <laughs> like he, no, no, no. Like, he
1: painted the walls, but he just painted it over the cat. Like it was a statue or something. <laughs>
0: it's like, oh, be gone. I don't see it. <laughs>
1: That's like some Looney Tunes logic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a good old painting. But he has this very forlorn face. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I would kill to have this painting. It's gorgeous. Its face. I love it. I love everything about it. Yeah. Jeez, though. I'm out.
0: <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> Imagine <you're laughs> that thing looking at you, though. Its yeah. eyes look like the devil. I don't know what it is. Its eyes look like the devil
0: The black cat of Killikey was also Sighted locally and was said to have An otherworldly presence so kind of like A spirit that was not of a cat Ah. I've read that those Who encountered it reported it That it was capable of speech and has A face that can only be described as Disturbingly humanoid And there's that sort of vibe in the in the, in the, in the yeah, Painting
1: yeah. I wonder if I can get my cat to re- re- reenact this picture because my cat's black as well. I wonder if I could get it to <laughs> pose like that. Yeah,
0: the glowing eyes. Yeah. Be good. <laughs> the house uh, and the, you know, the picture was also said to be haunted by by this is cat. Is the picture, uh, is the painting so the, in
1: the house still?
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the house and the picture were then exercised and whatever activities were going on, quietened down stopped. Boo! Um... Bring back the
1: ghost cat.
0: Well, well, (laughs) later, supposedly, because it's like it was an art center, there were some actors in and they were drunk and they held a seance and it reintroduced the hauntings. I can
1: picture that now. Like, imagine just like the pentagram on the floor with like cat food (laughs) in the middle and they're all just chanting like, I like chicken, I like liver. Meow mix, meow mix, please (laughs) deliver. meow, 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 meow. meow.
0: And now we have to pay the bills.
1: <laughs> what was that? What was that?
0: That was, um, that was the Advert Oh my god, I thought schwa- there was, like,
1: something wrong with your... I thought there was, like, an alien Sean or something. Even.
0: No, no, no. Uh, I was just, you know. It was just, uh, the, okay. the the Advert music. The translation. You gotta warn me next time, man. <laughs> what? If you're enjoying the podcast, you can help it out. We have a Patreon, and that's a way to directly support the podcast. A small amount of money does go a long way to help us put out an episode every week. If you're a Patreon, you'll get access to our Discord, where we're always chatting and posting stuff about and in between episodes. That's over at www.patreon.com forward slash ParanormalHotline. We are on social media, and if you are too, you should consider following us there. On Instagram, we are Paranormal Hotline. That's where we post pictures from our adventures and investigations. On Twitter, the hellscape that it is. We are Paranormal HL and that is a good place to get in touch with us while it lasts. Finally, you can help us out for free! By rating the podcast wherever you listen to it. And don't forget to subscribe to it if you want to get it as soon as it comes out each week. Let's head east over the sea a little to Wales. In 1995, the area around the village of Contrae Vendiged excuse my pronunciation was home to Wales's. Most feared a predator. 50 sheep turn up dead. The wounds on the carcasses reported being too much for a dog or fox to have done. Many believed a big cat was responsible for the damages, like a puma or a leopard or something like that. The culprit, dubbed the Beast of Bont, was never found.
1: The Beast of Bont. That's a great name.
0: The Beast of Bont. Bont is what? Pontry Vedigid? Oh, it's as, like a shortening I of it. Think. Yeah I
1: mean you would have to Otherwise no one would be able To pronounce it
0: Well I imagine if you're Welsh It's convenient (laughs) True true A lot of these actually The kind of Well known ones And I'll go over another one They are still Active Or Kind of because They've never been found If something happens It gets blamed On whatever the local beast is Oh (laughs) right So Is it the same one Is there multiple animals Being All grouped together either way that's interesting uh, but i don't know the right answer
1: to to like emphasize so, this as well for anybody who's american cuz i know you guys have big cats this is kind of like bigfoot sightings here like there's nothing yeah. equivalent that you would see in the wild it, it's just these massive. we don't have creatures. like mountain lions or cougars no we have nothing like that we've like domestic house cats and um, that's about it <laughs> i don't even think you can yep. legally own like big cats yeah Probably I think not. you can in Ireland if you have enough space for it, but there's also, like, specific rules and stuff.
0: You can't, you can't have to be like a You can't a zoo. just
1: be like the Tiger King and own Ti- <laughs> a, load of, a load of big no. cats.
0: No. Uh, this comes from an article from 2013 in a, an interview with Diane Marshall, a farmer who lost one of her lambs to the beast. No. The leg and shoulder had been completely bitten off, but the rest of the flock were still sleeping, she said. If it had been a dog, then it would have cornered every last one of them and they all would have made a great deal of noise. Also, the skin had been torn off and the neck snapped in a single swipe. Again, classic signs of a big cat attack. Yeah,
1: very typical cat behaviour. I see my cat do that to, like, its plushies. It will grab them by the neck and then throw them around the place.
0: Yep. when a cat goes for the kill, the actual kill is, like, quick and efficient. Oh, yeah, cats are, like,
1: really efficient hunters.
0: It's, It's the messing with it before and after. Even,
1: like, domestic house cats have been known to, like cause extinction in some animals because they're so efficient at hunting
0: my uh my cat my cat Balor caught a mouse the other day and I kind of came across him when he was kind of in the process of half eating him and uh just just the noise of my cat going through a mouse's spine
1: oh man
0: but uh back to Diane she said I now have first hand experience of what this animal can do and I do not want to repeat performance so moving into England Into the sort of southwest We have the beast of Exmoor This is the one that the UK government Took seriously Sort of (laughs) Its supposed habitat is Exmoor Which is some hills and moorland In Devon and Somerset It was first reported to be seen In the 70s It is normally described as being like a puma or panther Again Big cats that are not native to that area
1: How big do pumas get Or panthers they're pretty Large. big, aren't they? They're yeah. not like... Because I know cheetahs yeah. are not like that big.
0: No. And and uh, we, we saw them not too long ago. We went to Foda Island. And in my head, they were always bigger. Yeah,
1: yeah. They are big. Like, they're big compared to like house cats. But like, they're not massive. Absolutely.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. No, it's not like a Bengal no. tiger. The Beast of Exmoor is usually described as being between three and four and a half feet long from nose to tail. Uh, two and a half feet from the shoulder to the ground so it's quite low down and that was another thing with the, the cheetahs in Foda Island when we saw them um, they're much lower down to the ground yeah they are yeah uh, especially when they're moving like they're, they're moving really low to the
1: floor yeah yeah
0: the beast could jump over six feet with ease it was described with a squat Can't, head, like uh, leap
1: forward six feet, right? Not like, like into a leap, yeah, like
0: a leap. No, no, okay, so it could okay, leap right, six cool. feet. Excuse me, excuse me.
1: <laughs> there it is. somebody pointing up into the sky at the creature coming <clears throat> down?
0: <laughs> I must go. My planet needs me. It is described with a squat head, with a short neck, a muscular body, and short legs, leaving paw prints that are three to four inches across. In 1983. A farmer called Eric Lay Reported losing 100 sheep Over 3 months to it
1: 100 sheep? Every kill That's a lot Yes 100
0: sheep Is a lot You know that could be One large flock or two Three small ones Yeah Every kill was via Violent throat injury That like That report led to Huge popularity And then a load of sightings Of it afterwards
1: Once people are looking for it
0: Yeah So what could it be I don't think It's like a ghost cat Nor do most people I think Phantom cat is a bit of a misnomer in that Because that's what I immediately yeah. thought Like a phantom oh. So I don't think that's what's meant by it A lot of kind of the explanations for it is that Potentially be escaped wild pets or such Especially those from the 60s Wild and exotic pets Were a thing back yeah. then And then A load of them were released into the wild Due to the 1976 Dangerous Wild Animals Act Which forbid keeping big cats as pets
1: That's crazy man That's just nuts They surely they wouldn't like survive long In the British Like wilderness Because there's not much wilderness anyway But like It's not their natural habitat
0: (laughs) It's not I mean we used to have A type of lynx Uh, What else could it be? Misidentification This this is especially For like The pictures Of these things That show up Especially a lot of Like even the digital Pictures that show up When they're zoomed Realistic This is just like It looks like it's been Taken on a potato (laughs) I'm not talking Just about Exmoor I'm talking about Like a lot of these Big cats Yeah to be fair though I haven't really seen Anything too convincing In the photographs I've looked at
1: If I saw a big cat I wouldn't be getting close to it. I'm going to take a picture from a distance, and it's probably going to come mm, out terrible. Absolutely. So I can't yeah. blame on that. Like I, sp- I wouldn't be running up towards it to get a picture of it. You know? No,
0: no, no. Especially on like I don't know if you have this problem. My mobile phone, whatever, it has like you know a grand zoom up like up to a four times zoom. It does it really good because it has like the right lenses yeah. for that. But then it does like a digital zoom. Yes, the digital zoom
1: sucks ass. It's like it tries to predict what the zoom is and it yeah, generates it's like,
0: it. It's like it's. Tr- it's trying to draw it itself As opposed to just give Like I'd prefer if it was Just yeah, pixel Yeah same But now it's like Trying to make sense yeah. of it It's really it weird It sucks There is a hybrid creature Like a, a A cross Of a puma and a leopard Which would have been Like fits the description What? Uh, and they come out As much smaller Than a puma and a oh. leopard Just by the nature of Being hybrids Yeah no the, the sky like crossbred them And all And actually In the UK There is one preserved In uh, a museum oh. But it's likely that they couldn't persist in the wild because male hybrids are all sterile.
1: Yeah. That's nuts though.
0: So again, no one really knows what they could be. <laughs> <laughs> or or how or how they got there would be the thing. Like, what are they? They're probably a it's big probably
1: cat probably a big cat somebody released, but
0: or or are a dog that someone has mixed up. But who knows? Back in 1983, because of all these animal deaths and the reportings of the sightings and the kind of the populace going mad for it. The UK government sent out the Royal Marines into the Exmoor Hills. Oh my God! They're armed with night vision and they have high-powered sniper rifles. (laughs) Some Marines reported seeing the beast through the night vision, but they held fire because they were afraid that the high-velocity sniper rounds could pass through the beast and like hit humans because everyone was out looking for it. Uh, Or it could, you know, kill livestock.
1: (laughs) Jeez, this is nuts. So they yep. actually, they actually That's spotted it. Like,
0: yep, nuts. The submarines did, by all accounts.
1: Submarines,
0: just in general of big cats in Britain. Wikipedia told me that there's been kind of a couple of DNA reports, uh, and they're conflicting. Oh, just like the Bigfoot cases. <laughs> Cryptozoology seems to be just like a net, like a web of. Conflicting co- conflict. Yeah, it is. In 2011, it was announced by the Centre for Fortian Zoology that DNA testing carried out by Durham University on hares found in North Devon showed that a leopard was living in the area. In 2012, it was announced that DNA on two deer carcasses found in Gloucestershire found only fox DNA, despite many locals reporting sightings and believing that the deer had been killed by a big cat.
1: What if it was killed by a giant fox though? Like a really big
0: one. See that's another thing I'd be down yeah, for. Yeah, that's 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 crypt, you know?
1: cryptozoology as well, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, just big animals. Yeah.
1: It's like uh, people mistaking the Loch Ness monster for just a giant eel, and I'm like, or a giant otter or something like that. It's like that is still really cool. <laughs> yeah. I would totally be okay yeah. if that was the explanation. Just this insanely large creature.
0: I mean, that's kind of part of the fascination with dinosaurs. What do you mean? how big they were.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, they were huge.
0: You know. So it's like big annie sort of creatures, like also it was like, you know how cool would it be? Like it's the whole like Direwolf sort of thing as well. Like big fox, you know? <laughs> big big otter. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm imagining now, you know, my head's getting that way. Because sometimes so. foxes um, do
1: look like cats. Like you ever see one in the city and you for a brief second you're like, oh is that a cat? Yeah. And yeah. you're like, no wait no, that's a fox.
0: So I've always thought a fox because I mean Genetically they're like dogs yeah. You know It's like a dog that has A cat's operating system
1: installed <laughs> That's a good
0: Because they act They act like yeah, cats Yeah that's a good
1: way of looking at it right? Do you act like cats um, Especially the way they like They get like the zoomies That cats get
0: Or you ever see them like If there's a hole in the ground And they're pouncing yeah. into it They just like launch themselves yeah, up Yeah
1: yeah Yeah that's good actually I like that
0: i gonna read the news now I always wanted to be a news reader That's not true Here's some news from Wales In 2000, Gwent police are warning the public to be on their guard after a black leopard-like animal attacked an 11-year-old boy in Monmouthshire. Josh Hopkins was with his brother searching for their pet cat near his home in Trelloch when he said the animal attacked him in the long grass. At the start, I thought it was playing, but when it struck its paws at me and I saw the blood fly past, I thought I was going to die, said Josh. The boy suffered five long claw marks to his left cheek which needed medical treatment. A helicopter with heat-seeking equipment on board was due to survey the area later on Friday. Police have also called in a big cat expert, Danny Nineham, to investigate the incident. He believes the animal may be a young leopard-like cat. The boy described the animal as large, black and slinky looking, much bigger than a domestic cat. Gwent police say there have been other sightings of a big cat in the Chepstow area and residents have said pet cats have gone missing. Oh, no. But there have been no reports of any big cats having escaped from zoos. Chief Inspector Nigel Russell of Gwent Police say they are treating the incident very seriously. This is the first incident that I am aware of where anyone has been injured or attacked by a cat, he said. Big cat experts believe that there may be as many as 100 leopards and pumas roaming the British countryside.
1: A hundred? (laughs) That's a lot.
0: A hundred? There's a lot of places for them to hide I suppose Maybe mm-hmm. I
1: Can't imagine there is
0: <laughs> They believe the animals are the offspring of beasts Released by owners in the 1970s After the introduction of stringent new laws Governing wild and dangerous animals
1: You'd think when they like introduced that law that Because you know when you hear about When the gun laws change They have like a thing where they would give you money When you hand in your guns
0: You'd yeah, think they would have done that to handle to, it? Like,
1: Yeah so people weren't just like alright Can't keep you around, Betsy. They just open the cage and like, go on, off you go.
0: (laughs) Just you wait. Oh. In January... Yeah. In January, a former lion tamer admitted releasing a panther and a cougar into the English countryside in the 1970s. Good lord. Leslie Maiden, who once owned more than a dozen big cats, said he also released the animals off the A... 57 Snake Pass in Derbyshire. Just
1: on the side of the road, like a bad dog owner, like...
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Just open
1: the door and just scoot them out and drive off.
0: I released a panther 26 years ago on the moors on the pennies at Snake Pass, said Mr. Maiden of Dudley in the West Midlands. It was miles from anywhere. It was only a couple of days after releasing a cougar, he said. Fellow big cat owner, Lewis Foley, who kept... The animals at a menagerie with Mr. Maiden disclosed that a friend of his in Coventry had also set a panther loose in the Nottinghamshire area in 1974. An RSPCA spokeswoman said that releasing wild animals into the countryside did not become illegal until the early 1980s.
1: My God. So it was perfectly legal? (laughs) Yes. There's not even like any repercussions for doing that.
0: She said... The 1981 Countryside and Wildlife Act made it illegal to release into the wild in the United Kingdom any non-indigenous animal. It's definitely illegal now. Clearly these species prey on animals lower down the chain and they may also be at risk themselves. So they have this situation where there's people with these wild and exotic pets and then they make owning them illegal. Oh my
1: God. So there could genuinely actually be hundreds of big cats just in Britain.
0: Yeah, like it, it makes sense. Does it? <laughs> like, no, no. As in, like, all the like the, these numbers of creatures were released into the wild because it was completely legal and you had to, more or less, for, for like an amount of time between the 70s and 80s. Where do they all go?
1: Oh my god.
0: This whole, you know, they could have bred, you know I I don't think it's likely But I can understand the logic that the people Who are out to find them have
1: Yeah, I mean like Wouldn't people have found the corpses as well though If they just died?
0: I suppose so, I haven't looked too much into that
1: That's insane, that is actually insane
0: I just think it's like, you know What a complete oversight it is with the law Yeah, yeah, absolutely I had a look in the Irish news The latest I could find was An article from Cork in 2018 ooh uh, there could have been more reasons since then but that was the one I could find
1: you know what else has been cited in Cork that I read about recently American raccoons it's a similar case where people had them as pets and then just kind of like let them loose
0: raccoons as a pet like I mean I completely understand having a like, I would like a raccoon yeah a yeah they're cool little guys yeah but you they, know?
1: they also like breed like crazy <laughs> we're just gonna have to change Cork's name to raccoon city what could possibly go wrong?
0: <laughs> what go wrong? What could go wrong? So this article it is from the Daily Mirror, so like have a salt chaser ready. <laughs> a Wild Puma spotted in County Cork has been described as looking like a Labrador dog with a much longer My tail. God.
1: That would be the <laughs> description, yeah.
0: It is, yeah. See already, you know, I think we have a degree of an answer there, but we'll see. Locals have been left terrified. After numerous sightings of the wild cat in the region over the last two weeks, residents claim to have witnessed it rambling around the Crosshaven, Fountainstown and Toher areas. There are also reports of an increased number of hen attacks, startled horses and reduced fox numbers in the area. Pumas are cougars, which can grow to 8 feet in length and weigh 15 stone or carnivores who eat small animals and sometimes livestock. The Cork Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals said the sightings are too credible to ignore. Spokesperson Vincent Cashman said the group are working to find the animal. He told RTÉ Radio One's Morning Ireland, "We have set up some trail cameras in the places the animal has been seen previously, so we can try and track the animal and get an ID on it. It sounds very far-fetched, but it's not impossible, and the reports we've received from landowners and people are credible and worthy of further investigation." He also added that those who have seen the cougar may have described it as looking like a dog. <laughs> Sometimes we do receive reports of large cats, and they may be feral cats. The description of this animal is that it looks like a Labrador with a much longer tail, he said. Guardian and Crosshaven and Tower said on Friday they have not had reports of any such sightings. So I, I personally think that this one is just a dog with a long yeah, it just tail. it sounds like
1: a Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not insane, like, to see a Labrador with a long tail. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> just a long boy, like...
1: <laughs> That's so silly um,
0: <laughs> I know, I know That's a silly one The other ones, you know There's there's a, you know I can understand where it's all coming from This one I think is just a, a, a long, a long-tailed yeah. dog
1: <laughs> They didn't even say it looked like a big cat They literally said it, it looks like a dog <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was looking for articles about the, the cat you were telling me The whole one in Portal Oh Law.
1: yeah, the one I mentioned at the start of the story That I scared my friend with
0: I couldn't find any news articles for it Now I'd like to give it a better look And I might be able to find something I did find an article that Ireland used to have lynxes Like we were saying This is in in Waterford so it's a little bit interesting Waterford's caves contain lynx remains One of Waterford's 27 caves Is notable as a site of Ireland's only remains of the lynx A spectacular wildcat about Alsatian dog-sized With pointed tufts of hair on its ears Long legs and a very short tail the bones were found in 1934 by archaeologist Hallam Movius deep inside Kilgraney Cave near Kappa. The bones were dated in the last few years and showed that the animal lived over 8,500 years ago in the Mesolithic Stone Age before farming came to Ireland. Some people in Scotland feel that the lynx should be reintroduced there, where they have also become extinct. The purposes would be to conserve the species by creating new populations To control the numbers of deer Which are now too high and damaging woodlands And to add to the excitement of walking in the highlands But lynxes do sometimes eat sheep and not everyone would welcome them Pointed tufts on the ears (laughs) Like the cat at the Hellfire Club with his horn ears I was actually
1: thinking that when you said it
0: Yep. so I don't know
1: That's really cool
0: connection yeah. there I'm the one sure. in the health
1: club is black though isn't it Links <laughs> they're normally like
0: it was black they're kind of like yeah. a greyish or a brownish yeah so I don't know that's all we have time for I feel like I'm leaving out Scotland I'm going to do a special episode on Scotland it's a place that we're going to have to go and visit properly
1: well, we're, go- we're going there next year
0: yeah we're going there <laughs> we're on the way
1: I'm, I'm part Scottish actually are you yes I am one eighth Scottish. One eighth Scottish. My great Very good. grandmother was
0: Scottish. You're going home.
1: I'm going home, boys. And have the whiskey ready for me.
0: <laughs> I also came across the term phantom kangaroo. <laughs> what? When I was doing the research for the episode.
1: Is it yeah. when you just get kicked by something that you can't see?
0: Yeah. No, it's um, it's similar to phantom cats, but with kangaroos.
1: Oh, you know what, though? You know what people see in Ireland all the time? Because we have a bloody ton of them for some reason? Wallabies.
0: Yeah, well, I was going to say, like, wallabies have actually... They've flourished. Yeah. Here, um, like, you go to photo Island, I mean, it's grand because they keep them inside.
1: No, there's a whole island but, off yeah. of Dublin that is just full of wallabies. It's like the world's supply of <laughs> wallabies.
0: Yeah, so... There's that. I, I think Phantom Kangaroos does actually just cover marsupials. Yeah. Um, or that's as I like odd. to call
1: them pocket animals
0: yeah pocket animals I mean it's not really paranormal but it is not normal no it's not if you like the podcast suggest us to your friends and family we would appreciate that if you have any personal ghost stories that you'd like us to read on the podcast or stories of any sort of weirdness that happened to you in a paranormal setting send them to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com Or if there's any stories that you'd like us to cover, send us an email about them or shoot us a message on any of our social media and we'll get back to you. Until next time, stay safe and spooky. Bye-bye. Bye.